we're back we're back with another amazing person that i get to share with you um this person is very near and dear to my heart um her first name is my middle name. It's a beautiful thing. Um, but before I get to gush about all of her maintenance, let's make sure we kill the intro and I'll see you back in a second. Hey guys, Carrie here and welcome to the Visibility Playground podcast. The podcast that shares visibility journeys of entrepreneurs and teaches listeners how to use visibility to build their brand and attract an audience of raving fans and customers. Every week we will be bringing you stories and advice from entrepreneurs who've achieved visibility success, as well as helpful tips and strategies to help you grow and scale your business and really get it in the way that you always wanted. So join us and let's create a world where your story of your business is seen and heard. Nene! That's right. And my mom's middle name is Renee. And that's how I my got mine. My mom is too. That's how I got mine. Clever. <laughs> that's exactly how I got mom. My, like, literally, I have like two cousins that had it because they're older than me. And my mom was like, I can't have them middle name Renee and my not own daughter not be Renee Renee. <laughs> so she was like, hey, Renee calls me Nene. That's how I grew up. Hey, Nene. I'm like, what up? Yeah. <laughs> or Shanene. Oh. For no reason. Oh my anymore. goodness. <laughs> See, this is why we love you. Oh this is why we hang out. <laughs> oh my gosh. I like Martin is hilarious. Like the <laughs> amount of effort and energy that he spent making sure every character had their own personality is just a okay. genius in itself. Like it's genius. 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 Yes. Okay. So this is Renee, Renee Rebar. Yes. Um, she's very, she's very fancy. Um, she, she's, <laughs> I think I already blew that one. I think they already know. <laughs> she's a sales coach for women, but the thing is the re so let's see if I can lay down the story. Okay. So I was watching, um, a video with Julie and Kathy and Renee was featured on there and I was like, Oh, I like her. I like her vibe. Like, and then over here, I'm like, we could still be friends. <laughs> so then I started like pretending my head our friendship. <laughs> you, know, so funny. you featured me, thank you. And then we met because in the green room at Marketers yes. Heart, because we were both speakers at Marketers Heart this past year. And that's when I first met you in real life. Yeah. And then I was like, I was so excited and I was like, oh my gosh, like I thought we were friends already. So like, let's just make this official. Let's, exactly. let's add the other side to the friendship. It was just like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, let's add the other side to the friendship so we can meet. And it was like, the thing about I love about Renee is that she has such, like, she's very much like me. She has a super high energy, like great personality and it's her every step of the way like she doesn't change she's herself she's an amazing connector she's um she's just a, a good human being she's just an amazing <laughs> she's just an amazing human being so like when I was thinking about Caratober, I was like, of course, Nene has to come to Caratober because she's one of the people that I love so dearly and then I remember um when I was looking, listening to that um, episode that um, they had you on, they were you were talking about like how you got into it and things like that. And I was like, if Nene can do all this stuff with her positive, upbeat attitude, maybe because I like at the end, really like I was still kind of new when I saw you. So I was like, well, maybe I can too, because like I literally had came from Subway um with one of my like my direct like um person he was like you're too happy 
he was like, you're too happy. You're too outgoing. Like, I need you to bring it down a little. Mm-hmm. I've been told that a lot. And I was like, and then I remember going to like this meeting and like, just, it was not good. And like, he was like, that was the best that you ever done. And I was like, I hated every bit of it. <laughs> I hated it. All right. Yeah. So it was like, when I saw you being successful, one, tapping it, working with so many other corporations, being yourself, for Mm -hmm. me was like very confirming that it was possible. So that was another reason why I wanted you to come on because like, yes, Caretober is about me sharing the people that I love, but also sharing the people that impact me in ways that they probably didn't even realize. I didn't know. I didn't know. That's good though. Oh, that's beautiful. You make me so happy. Yeah. Every Monday we actually have a team meeting and I, I call it the recommitment ceremony. They all laugh at me, but it's just it's just a huddle. We, since we all work remote, our way to kind of see what everybody's up to and everybody's working on different projects and different aspects. But I'm like, remember this, this is our recommitment. There are people out there right now that we may never meet that are crying over their steering wheel, that are doubting themselves, that are wondering if it, whatever it is, is possible. And they might hear a podcast episode see an email, see a post, hear something, see something that just gets that snap going to get them to go one more day. And that is all they need sometimes to just get over that hump and keep going. And we may never meet them. They may never buy anything from us or join anything that we have. But we, this is what we're doing. This is who, this is who we are holding in our hearts as we're creating content and, um, and value. So, yeah. Cause I, and I think that's the thing because I think a lot of times as entrepreneurs, we forget yeah. That sometimes we are mirrors for people. So being able to share our stories and our journeys the way that you did made me see that like, oh my gosh, we're like, I'm someone on the same path that she was. So it is possible for me to do these things. Yes. But it took me to have to like see it, yes. to see someone who was super bubbly and all her things and like stood firmly in it for me to be like, okay, like I can, I can be as crazy and as well as possible because I was in a phase yeah, where yeah. I didn't know how to act on, online. So a lot of times, like, I just put out our work. I just put out our work or I put out yeah. posts. I didn't really share who I was because I didn't. I hadn't really found people or seen people that related to me. Well, I mean, representation matters, right? Like, I remember when I first came in the on, into, not online, into the corporate world, I was the girl. Oh, you're the girl that's not the secretary that actually works here and makes money? Yeah. And then I became, you know, like, oh, you're the girl that has other girls that work with her. So I had the sales office that had the girls because, you know, it was just a different environment. So when I came online, I still was wearing like my corporate blazer and my pearls because that's all I understood. And then when I came online, I was like, you know what? What do I have to lose here? This is like, you know, it's my it's my consulting business that I'm going to do for fun between retirement and, you know, the future. So forget it, I'm just going to do it. But it it takes us seeing someone else, like, you know, seeing someone else go to university. Oh, I can go to university. Seeing someone else wear whatever they want to wear. Oh, I can wear whatever. I can wear a caftan and still be me and taken seriously. Yeah, I can wear that. All right, cool. (laughs) I can wear red lipstick because I saw someone else wear it. Oh, I could do it. I'm going to try that out. You know, oh, wow, I can talk on stage or whatever it is. We have to see what pieces of ourselves in other people represented visually. And so you are the epitome of that. You are helping us bring all of those pieces of ourselves in every color, every creed, every size, every shape, every word. You help us by containing our confidence and supporting us to bring ourselves, our true and our full selves out. So thank you. Thank you. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So 
for the people who've been hiding under the rock and like don't know who you are, because like I don't know how, but like <laughs> no one knows who I am. <laughs> I don't want rich and unfamous, Carrie. That's fine. <laughs> I don't need to be like, oh, that's her. <laughs> like, no, yeah, that's her. She can do what I can too. <laughs> So like tell um tell my world kind of like what do you do who do you serve and like how did you get into it? What do I do? I am a sales coach. So specifically for women business owners or women in, in, in high powered roles inside of companies, I also end up coaching often because I meet them in these different environments that I go and do these industry conferences. Um, and what I specifically help them with is how to say the right thing at the right time to get the result they're looking for. So it's not always like the sale at the point of a proposal or you know, what do I say on a sales call? Although that is the core of what I do. What I end up doing is a lot of the peripheral conversations that they have leading up to the sales call, leading up to the proposal, after the sales call, after the proposal, delivery, renewals, retention, all those key conversations. Um, so that's what I do. Um, who I serve, I think I shared that. And then why do I do it? Well, I had, this is my third company. I had my first company. I founded in 1996. It was a sales agency. I bought the territory and I started hiring, training and managing sales reps. And we had AT&T as a client. We were going business to business, literally cold calling, cold walking in. I mean, that's, a, that's a job. Walking into businesses being like, hello, I'm here on behalf of AT&T. There's some changes that are coming with your phone bill. I would like to support you in that. If you get your bill, I'll show you real quick exactly how we can save you some money so you don't get caught up in the, in the problems that are about to happen. Like What? So they basically what I said. Um, so I, they gave us a lot of marketing. I created a lot of strategies, a lot of, a lot of scripts that ended up being used in my office and across the country. So that was very fun. I started getting um, accolades because my words were really working. And that's really, that's where the seed started from. Like, you know, how do you, how do you build that bridge between marketing and sales? And a lot of times people, people silo marketing and sales together, but they're very different um, and they definitely need a bridge. So, that's where I started doing it. I did that for 15 years. I had 300 employees. I had five offices across the country. It was great. Um, and then I just burned out. I was just like, I'm done. So I sold my territory and I became a yoga teacher. <laughs> Talk about going in a different direction. Um, I was you know, on a spiritual journey and it ended up on a yoga studio floor. Although I went to like, I remember going to like all the churches, really going on like a theological journey, like taking master's classes in theology. Um, I mean, I went, I went in, I went deep. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, all that to say, I then, two of my yoga students were PhDs and they were um, doing cancer research at Henry Ford Hospital. They were teaching at Wayne State. So if you were in the doctoral program, you were getting taught by them. They had created a cherry juice in Michigan. And so Michigan's on that 45th parallel where they make lots of beautiful cherries as they do in Washington State and Germany and places like that. And um, the benefits, the Orex and the, ben the health benefits of cherries. They had this beautiful beverage, but they couldn't sell it. And I was like, I can help you. So I brought, I was brought in as a consultant first, and then I was brought in as a partner, a three-way partner. I sold a bunch of purchase orders, and then we ended up selling those to our competition. That was like in two years' time. And that's when I thought I was pregnant with our child. We had been married for years, and we were just like praying for this baby to come. And so finally... I was pregnant with him. So I took five years off 
really officially um, to just be mama, to not have, there was no, nothing else going on in my life, just me and the baby. And like, I'd let Mark come in every now and then. Say hey to your father. Okay, back away. <laughs> I mean, I'm intense as a human, right? Like my, my parents yeah. tell me that my, that, our neighbors growing up would ask, would call them up and say, can you send Renee over to play with my kids? I need him to take a nap today. <laughs> I was born this way. Okay. So like, there's no tamping. This nap. Like, I don't need caffeine for this. I mean, it's, I don't need it. Um, and so I can tell you that I'm intense, obviously, as you know. So I spent five years doing that. And then I really wanted to Waldorf, have send Ben to a Waldorf school. Are you familiar with like Waldorf? and like Montessori, right? So like, that is literally the antithesis of what I am. I am not that person, but I want to be. <laughs> like, I want to be calm and like, like make bread and, you know, knit. I'm not I, that person. I've tried, I really enjoy it, but I'm not. So maybe he'll go to a school with people like that and then he'll, he won't get my crazy tendencies. So, that didn't work out as planned, but I bought a book on Amazon about Waldorf homeschooling. And that's on the back of the book. There was a email to subscribe to someone's email list, the authors, and you know for some calendar, and and then started e inviting me to like a webinar. I was like, oh, that's nice. And so I didn't. I thought she was emailing me personally. You're like, oh my gosh, she knows me. The author's emailing me. I had no idea. And then she's like, hit reply. I was one of those people like hit reply. You're like, yes. <laughs> I'm like, so what time is it? Can I, you know, I ask the same dumb questions that everybody asks. Was there going to be a replay? You know, so anyways, so three different attempts, she finally got me on the phone. Well, she wanted to do a Zoom call. I'm like, Zoom? Why would I do that? I don't want to, I, no, I don't want to be on video. Why would I want to? It was weird. It was my literal first introduction to this whole Facebook economy. So I hired her as my coach for like a 90 day period. But, and she really introduced me. I mean, thanks to her. I, she introduced me to what was going on here. Like that there are Facebook groups, there are courses, there are programs and like all the things. And so um, she had me go into the Boss Moms Facebook group. That was one of the places. And also Kim Raluna's Facebook group. And they were very different. And um, I learned a lot quick. I was like, dang, they, that's in, I'm, hmm, it's interesting. What's going on here? These women are making money? Oh, I'm in. So I would, you know, I, that's when I was like, I, I can do this. So I started a comp, I legally started a company and then I started to try to hire people. Like, web, I needed a web designer. I ain't going to do that. This is not my first rodeo. I've had companies before. I knew I wasn't going to run it myself. So I tried to hire a virtual assistant, a web designer, a copywriter. Could not because these women were horrible on the phone. They were very talented, but could not close me. I'm like, I said, yes, I gave you every buying single possible. Please, please close me. Here's my credit card. Take my money. Take my money. Like, oh, okay. I'm like, okay. It's easy, see? So then I started just coaching people on how to just do that, how to close on the phone. And one thing led to another. And courses, masterminds, retreats, events later, here I am. And we're having fun. And you're a part of Kiritober. Kittober. Yes. And every day I meet amazing, new, brilliant women like you who are doing the same thing that I did, you know, five years ago, like just pulling back the curtain and being like, what is happening here? Hold on a second. And we're bringing our brilliance. And it's a beautiful ecosystem that we get to create for ourselves. And, um, you know, it's like yeah. our place, you know? I love that.
I love that so much. And it's like, I actually heard some pieces of the story that I didn't even know about. I knew about, I knew about the Waldorf because like my pretend children that I don't have. Um, I Winston. Winston will be Waldorf homeschooled. Winston, clearly he's already part of Montessori because he just said, he, he learns what he wants to learn when he wants to learn it. Right. <laughs> he does what he wants to do it. Like very much so. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I have a I have a friend who their kid is in Montessori. Mm-hmm. And they were like, and I was like, so what did they learn? And she was like, I don't know. She was like, they go on their own pace, which stresses me out. Because like my son's too smart, so he's like, I'm not ready for that yet. But he <laughs> right. <laughs> You got to give it time. It's a slow burn. I found a lot of, you know, who um, went to the Waldorf school that Ben was going to is Big Sean, who's obviously not big. And so I've met him and his family many times. And um, and he he's a he's a, a genius, genius. Now, you might not know it from his lyrics, but God bless him. Genius. And, it, and he's the depth and breadth of his knowledge of language and words and the way to put them together and the music and the beats came from his Waldorf training. So mm-hmm. I, I, he's one person that I kept having in mind. Like I want Ben to, I don't know if I want him to be Big Sean, but I want him to, you know, have that. Big Sean adjacent. adjacent. <laughs> right. I don't, because those are some lyrics. But, but, to have, but, to, but knowing him then, he like just like Shakespeare and classical music and can play 10 instruments. And like, you don't get to the point where you're at without having that breadth and depth of knowledge. It wasn't just luck. It was a plan from the beginning. So that's what I think about with Waldorf. Ben is two thumbs down. He does not, he does not attend a Waldorf school currently. He is not interested in me even saying the word in his proximity. (laughs) He's like, I'm not making bread or soup. (laughs) Whittle. Wood. He said, "I'm not whittling any wood. I'm not interested in playing any musical instruments, nor would I like to sing in the choir or perform." So, I'm like, "Okay." So I've, how, I've done my. I've done all that I can. So, so how is that? Like, so to be like to have like all these like internal dreams of like we're gonna do all this stuff, and they're like, no. That's called parenthood, kids. <laughs> dog Winston being like, no, I'm not going to go to the bathroom right now, even though you only have 10 minutes till your next call. Sorry. God gave us free will. What makes me think that my child will have anything less, you know? Yeah. I'm like, I no, think that's the part about parenting that's so scary. It's like, I think that's the part that makes it so scary. Because even Winston stresses me out on a daily. It's scary. I don't know what I created, but I feel like it's a like I feel like it's a mini me <laughs> that makes me super scared. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's scary. Parenthood is scary. It is not for the faint of heart. It is every day changes. Just when you think you know the rules, it's like getting in your car and then changing all the all the all the tools around. <laughs> like your blinker's not where it's supposed to be. <laughs> you know. It's like you turn left and it goes right. It's like driving a, it's from going to like from a boat to a car. You're like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Jesus take the wheel. <laughs> I don't <laughs> That's probably why it appears. Jesus. Yeah. Take yeah we're, going to, we're going to church because I don't know what else to do right now. <laughs> I almost put my niece during COVID and I remember <laughs> the stress level of, of it. And I remember that last month 
I was so over it. I was like, I'm just going to left hand this thing and you go figure out something else to do. (laughs) Like, (laughs) you like, these conversations we can't keep having. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I was left, I was like, Natanya. So you did it for her. I, did, I used my left hand and I just because you know it's more because she was in third grade. So I was like, it can't be the right can't be too good. So I'll just left hand it. I know exactly what you mean. I've done that. <laughs> done it because I didn't want I didn't want any more tears. Mostly mine trying to <laughs> agree. Like <laughs> well now he's in sixth grade, so he's already above, you know, math. Like I I can't. I don't know. I'm guessing at this point. Thank God for like Google and Alexa. Like when I tell them, I'm like, listen, honey, here's the most important part that you know where to find the information. Especially now with the Kindles and stuff, they kind of want them to do as much research as possible. So I get it. Okay. So big question. This is a question that everybody always is getting stumped on. Okay. Oh goodness. Let's see. No pressure. <laughs> Have you ever had fears around visibility? And if so, how were you able to get over them? Great. So that's a great question. So of course I have the answer. Of course, of course. Like do, but you've got decisions to make and they usually they're every day. It's not like one decision and, oh, it's fine. It's not like one push up and, oh, I'm fit now, right? Like it's, it's a decision you got to make every day. So and the fears I have have evolved like new level, new devil, right? So initially when I went online, I was like, oh my gosh, I wonder if like my former employees are going to see me and like laugh at me, right? Even though I was speaking like I would in a regular meeting, I don't know. I just felt like I was playing a role versus being myself. And it was, I was to a certain extent. And that's why it helped me to just like, you know, get off the pearls, get out, (laughs) take off the blazer. Although I do like a blazer, Um, (laughs) but on my own terms. Red blazer on my own right right exactly red blazer i love that thing um, <laughs> so anyway <laughs> all that to say that was my first fear and i had a life coach at the time who was like lived locally and i was like i don't even want to go above like eight mile because like i li- i live south of eight mile if you know detroit eight miles like that's where the ghetto line is <laughs> like staying in my home and like in my work like i feel most comfortable and um, above it is like, you know, the fancy people. So I li- used to live up there and I it's where my offices were when I had my sales agency. And I was like, I don't even want to go above eight miles. She's like, why? I'm like, I don't want to see anybody that I used to know. Right. And then that happens a lot. I don't want to see anybody that I there's songs about this. Right. She's just somebody that I used to know. Right. Like poets have written poems about this. So this is not a, a me thing. It's a human thing. And I've heard it before with my own clients. Like, I don't want to go on LinkedIn because I don't want to, I don't want the people that I used to work with to, to see me in this new way because I'm not fully sure of how I'm coming forward now anyway. And I don't know. I just, and, I'm, and so here's what she said to me. And here's what I'm going to say to you. She's like, so what? <laughs> what are they going to do? I'm like, I didn't ask myself that. But I'm like, I don't know. Say something. She goes, okay. Let's 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 live out your worst fears. They say something. What are they gonna say? What are, are they gonna like put a laughy emoji in there? Ha ha he he. Like okay. She goes okay. So what? Then what? I'm like block them. She's like yeah. If you have to. I mean, she goes here's the thing. Even if your worst fears come true, they're just not that bad. So just do it. Why are you holding back for? 
what's the point? You're not helping. You're not helping anybody. You're only hurting yourself and possibly other people who need to hear what you have to say. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that was the beginning of the online experience. And then there's always, you know, showing up like, Oh, I'm going to be on stage and people are going to, you know, think I'm too chunky or they're going to think I'm too silly or they're going to think I talk too fast. You know, I mean, I did a TED talk on this, for God's sake. It's like, if you know, this is it. Like we are, we are in our brain, back, you know, our little caveman brain. We are afraid of rejection in all forms because in the past, if we got rejected, like we could all die. Like me, my love family would get kicked out of the tribe and we would all die because we needed each other to live because we had to fight against the wild animals and forage and you know all those things it literally took a village to live now it's just easier when it's a village right and so um i still have those fears new fears all the time but i have to keep telling myself so what then what what are you gonna do and that's why I love listening to those those audios. <laughs> that's where I go with TikTok. Is like one day we're all gonna die. Nobody's gonna remember you. So <laughs> bleep. Yeah, because I, <clears throat> I think for me, one of the things that I always tell people is having to build. Like we seek connection as humans. Like that is one of the the biggest desires that we have is connection. Yeah. So with us knowing that we're seeking connection, we're also going to be worried how that connection is going to play out if we say certain things, we do stuff. So that's always going to be a fear, which is why I tell people visibility is scary. Yeah. Because you're thinking, how is like, how is somebody going to like, am I going to be accepted by what I say? Which yeah. is another one of the common and natural innate needs that we have is acceptance. Yes. So, so I tell people like visibility will always be scary. It's never going to not be scary. The question, the way that you have to do it for me is I always tell people attach yourself to the impact that you want to make. Yes. So for you, like, you know that your women are scared to sell. So if you hide, they feel like they have permission to hide as well. Right. You got so, it. So it's like you have to ask yourself, what do your people need? And if they need somebody to be that beacon for them, for them to, to have permission to show up as well, you have to show up. Because if you don't, you're allowing them and giving them permission to stay hidden, to stay in the shadows, to stay to stay in the darkness and not truly shine their light bright. Yep, exactly. And I look at you and the, what, you, what you do, it's kind of like my grandma back in the day. She wouldn't leave the house without her makeup on because that's how she felt most confident facing the world. So the branding, the work that you do with, literally mindset. I don't really think you even put that on your on your proposals, but you do help with mindset. But, and then also the beautiful branding that you give to us, it's like our makeup, right? If, if that, like my grandmother wouldn't leave the house without makeup. Now I can project my business's voice, the voice of the, the vision of a company with the, with my makeup on, right? With my branding that feels great. And I feel great in it. Or that red blazer, it's like my red blazer, <laughs> you know, it's Power Right. Like, what's that thing that you feel most comfortable in by having that beautiful branding that you can support people in um, in a way that I've honestly seen very few people be able to do. So your brain and your eyes, I mean, just brilliant. Brilliant, Carrie. Brilliant. Brilliant. You have to. Serious. I have worked with a lot of branding people and Carrie. Amazing. Amazing where you pull um, but it can be like your, in essence, like your armor, like the thing that helps you feel comfortable, confident, acceptable, 
right? Because we want to feel accepted. So we have to feel acceptable. Um, like, oh, I can't go like that. That's not acceptable, right? Like, that's just shit. We Sorry, that's just stuff we tell ourselves. That's <laughs> Those are lies we tell ourselves. But it helps us get out there. And yes, it is important. And it is important to have that that comfort, that beauty. Oh, my gosh. You give them that. I love, it's so funny, too, because like, um, yes, last week I did startup week and I did a presentation. And of course, your pictures in the presentation of your brand stuff. And I was explaining it and they were like, I can see it. They were like, I can see the fact that her personality is still there, but it's like it also creates space for her people who are scared to feel comfortable. Yes. You are seriously. <laughs> yes. And they were like, I see it now that you explain. I'm like, see. I was like, you it's all about both, putting it all together, understanding the narratives and the stories that you want to tell. Okay, so where can people find you and or what and what do you have coming up? Well, they can always find me. The best place is my website, which is my name.com. So I made it as easy as possible for everybody. Because I'm there. That's where my podcast is. That's where the blog is. That's where you can find my free community to come and hang out. And I've always got something coming up, Carrie. You know this. Like whether it's a new, a new group program or some private coaching that I might have open or a, a retreat or an event like experts connect like you have the experts connect t-shirt on yeah so, <laughs> I've always got I've always got something in the hopper so be on the lookout and be, and if you can't make it to this experts connect be ready for the next one. Oh yeah I'm excited we're already already thinking about the next one <laughs> And this one, the next one is in April, but I'm talking about the next, next one. <laughs> the next thing. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. It's fun. All right, guys. Well, I hope you understand why I um, I brought Renee on. I have amazing friends and people that I that are very near and dear to my heart. So please make sure you check her out and learn all about her and all her things and just why she's just such an amazing human being. And we're gonna cue the intro and I get and I'm gonna hang out with Renee for a little bit. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you, Carrie. Hey, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Visibility Playground podcast. If you're now like, oh, my gosh, I'm ready to dive into my visibility, or you're just like, I just want to assess where I am in my visibility journey, take the Visibility Vitals Check Quiz. You can go to www.visibilityvitalquiz.com. I will make sure that I put it in the show notes, but make sure that you go take the quiz DM me, let me know how it went. Talk soon.